Brazilian magician, thief, cavalier, and acrobat. was Venger, the force of evil. I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, Simon. Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wacker? Uh, did you miss anything this morning, this Saturday morning? Hmm. Is anything missing from your routine? Well, something awful happened to me this Saturday morning, but not necessarily anything missing from my routine. What are you talking about? Uh, did you eat cereal? <laughs> you know, I never eat cereal, but I did have... Um, You've never eaten cereal? Come on! No, I did when I was a kid. I just Now uh, I just have coffee. Like I, I just don't eat breakfast. I just have coffee. I have coffee. I have coffee. And maybe a bagel. I don't even eat a bagel. I have coffee. There's not even then, a bagel in here. And some almonds. That's almonds. what I had for breakfast this morning. <laughs> Almonds. <laughs> what do you eat for breakfast? Nothing. See? Uh, I don't eat anything. But uh, you did? Did you watch uh, Saturday morning cartoons? No, you didn't, because they are they do not exist anymore. What are you talking about? Yeah, so you wouldn't know as an adult. Wait, Saturday <laughs> it's morning surprise to me. Wait, Saturday morning cartoons are gone. They've actually been gone since September twenty seventh. Uh, the CW, that amazing fucking station of greatness, uh, had a show called The Vortex, and it was the last remaining Saturday cartoon block, and it ended on September 27th, and it now has been replaced with live-action educational show called One Magnificent Morning. That sounds awful. Sounds I, thought, I thought they were bringing back the Reading Rainbow. Isn't that a Saturday morning thing? No, that was on PBS in the afternoon. And that's exactly is the kind of shit they're bringing back, I assume. That's not a cartoon. Wow. So I wanted, how do you think kids, do you think kids even care about Saturday morning cartoons anymore? Do kids watch that? Like, is no. it relevant? And that's the real reason. I mean, I, you know, you could make a big thing about it that it's, uh, yeah, you know, the big, big nanny state government saying the kids have to watch educational shit. But the real reason is that, you know, kids now have the Cartoon Network, cable cartoons twenty four seven. Even more importantly, is uh, you know, YouTube, Netflix, Hulu Plus, where they can just watch whatever they want whenever they want. They don't even have to be beholden to a network. Yeah, I was about to say you have Adult Swim, you have the Cartoon Network, you have Netflix, you have YouTube. Adult Swim is part of Cartoon Network. Oh, is it? All right. Well, anyway, whatever. You have cable DVDs, TV. Netflix, have... I think, is even you know you can want any mo- any instant you can watch a bunch of episodes of futurama yeah, you have cartoons on demand i, I just don't see yeah. kids getting up even early to, to watch this anymore right but i'm sure <laughs> they get up day, early i had to get up at 8 a.m to watch to watch fucking completely mind destroying cartoons 
and eat mind destroying. Uh, was it like food? from six a.m. till eleven? Like was that the block? I mean, I remember I would just get up as early as I fucking possibly could and just start just eat like s- literally seven bowls fruity of like pebbles. Lucky Charms. Yeah, fruity, fruty pebbles. pebbles. Just yeah. complete garbage and just watch like, Count yeah, like five or six hours of television. And you, you were, you're too young to even have any self-awareness, but like when the cartoons finally ended, you know, and it was like noon or whatever, you were in that like fucking total Days. trance. Sugar, well, like, it's kind of a sugar coma. Your mom would force you to go outside and you'd be like, ah, the sun. Which now I know that feeling from when you sit in front of your computer and like play video games or read blogs for like eight hours straight. Or watch porn. Um, well, you know what? Well, I'm trying to think here. What was the difference between an afternoon cartoon and a Saturday morning cartoon? Like, were there specific Saturday morning cartoons that we watched every week? There were. I remember Thundar the Barbarian. That one was great. Ooklock the Mock. Remember that? Was that his monster? Was the that mo- his complete Chewbacca rip yeah, off. Yeah, he was, about to, it was like the kick. Chewbacca, but he was like Chewbacca that wasn't even drawn, like just drawn poorly. And he definitely, was like a He-Man ripoff, wasn't he? Yeah, maybe. He-Man was in the afternoon though. But yeah, I definitely, but, some of my earliest masturbation uh, visuals were that chick from Thundar, Ariel. Oh, Ariel. Yeah, I forgot about that. She was a little bit ethnic. Kind of had a tranny face. Space um, Ghost. The original the, Space Ghost, though. The real Space Ghost, yeah. not the schlocky knockoff. Uh, and then there was that like Swiss Family Robinson. I think those were all like part of a group. It was like the Space Family Robinson with like the all the monsters that they were were their friends. Oh yeah. What about a uh, the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon? Remember Dungeons that? Dungeons and Dragons cartoon was big. Uh. You know, that was like some teens or like junior high or elementary school kids got magically transported into the world of Dungeons, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons, yeah, yeah d Adventures. Which was D&D was big back then. Yeah. Um, te- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think, was on oh, that, Saturday mornings. Yeah. yeah, the afternoons were more like... Uh, DuckTales. DuckTales. <laughs> the Thundercats was afternoon. Darkwing Duck, another duck uh-huh. spinoff. What about the Animaniacs? Uh, remember that? Tailspin, you remember that show. <laughs> you know, I did tell you, I work with a guy that was yeah, a producer of Tailspin. Uh, he brings this up all the time. It's like he produced Tailspin back in, when was that? 1989? The funny thing is, if he was the producer of DuckTales, I would have been like, oh, I used to watch a shit out of that show, but Tailspin, I'm just kind of like, Eh. Who gives a shit? And so I say to the <laughs> guy, too. But I would too, give a shit if it was DuckTales. Or even Darkwing Duck, I'd be like, oh. I have to interact with them because they have to deal with their animation and setting up their servers for their animation and all this. So I'll go and I'll talk to him and he'll be like, you know, I have over 30 years of experience. I was a producer on Tailspin. I'm like, yeah, you know, Bob, I know you were a producer on Tailspin. That means nothing. I couldn't give a shit about it Tailspin. Mean nothing. It just means Who cares? close to nothing. But, but okay, now he just works for some shitty fucking company. It's like, you're not producing, you're not producing any new cartoons. Are you like... I don't care about Tailspin, Bob. You still have to make a new pot of coffee if you take the last cup. Yeah, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> so you know who the true victims here are of the, the death of Saturday morning cartoons? It's the parents. Hmm. The parents are the true victims. Can you think about it? They had like that five-hour morning or five-hour period of solace, window. that window, yeah. to do whatever they want. I you could say that you bone. could say the parents, yeah, you could say the parents have it better now because anytime they can just stick their kid in front of the computer. But it was a fixed window. It was perfect boning time. 
Well, if you think about it, marriage is routine. So your um, sex becomes routine and there are periods where you schedule it. So I'm sure husbands were just used to their wives being too tired at night to have sex. Or they were too tired. Or they're too tired. Just look forward to that Saturday morning when their kids are occupied for five hours. Like, you know, I'm going to fuck the shit out of my wife and I can do this. Right. Because I have really a lot of period of time. The kids are at the, have the TV turned up to fucking nine and they're like six inches away from it. So now what do they do? Just remember like, getting yelled at for that. That's a big childhood memory. Yeah, but you're just staring Don't at the TV. Don't sit so close to the TV. Because <laughs> you literally would sit like, like your eyeballs were literally eight inches away from the screen. Did they say you get like radiation poisoning or something? You probably can. It's terrible for you. <laughs> just, I mean, even just like you probably got a fucking tan from the CRT. This wasn't in the days of fucking now, like you know, with the LED. This is a fucking CRT tube yeah, blasting like CRT. electrons in your head. <laughs> if we had one of those TVs, it was like, I don't know, weighed like 150 pounds and like a wood frame. You know what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Of course. A piece was, of furniture. It's a piece now. of furniture and a TV. It took right. like four dudes to move it. Yep. But yeah, those were those were the ones emitting harmful ultraviolet rays. Did they have cartoons in South Africa or is that something you had to wait to get to the glorious United States for? You know, when I was living in South Africa, like in the morning, they would have like Afrikaans programming and like they'd have American TV only at like 7 p.m. So, yeah, we but we had a lot of stuff that's on videotape that like our grandfather would send us. So we had all this. So we would just watch. Well, you were an early adopter of yeah. time shifting. The you know, we had uh, Revenge of the Nerds on videotape and Porky's and I would watch that shit all the time. Just beating off to the and tits. airplane. No, we would just watch it. Like and yeah, you, but you also beat off to the titties. Oh yeah, well, when my you know late at night. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I feel bad for the parents here because now the parents are going to be able to watch. I bet you they just like go sit their kid in front of a computer and just be like, "Here, play play PlayStation. We'll be right. back. Yeah, you but know, it's entertain not, yourself." The kid realizes. I mean, we the reason we were so entranced by it is because we knew that that the Saturday morning window was the only time to get it. So. I just don't feel like the, the kids aren't as locked in when you put them in front of the PlayStation. I mean, they are. They're completely entranced, but they also will come and bother you as you're trying to get your fucking dick wet. So now your sex can't be as routine. Hmm. Or loud. So speaking of uh, dicks, you know, this morning I had like the most jarring awakening I think I've ever had. Uh, my cat uh, came into my bed this morning, and so I was wearing a pair of boxers. Totally scratched my dick. Wow. Is your cat gay? I think he might be gay. No, you know what happens? The cat is fed. You know, I get up for work at like 8.30. I feed the cat in the morning. Right. And then the go to work. you care for. Yeah. And so now on the, on the weekends, you know, I don't Your get up to like companion. noon. My, my son, miraculously, he's my son. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I feed my son at 8.30. But it's like, you know, it's, I, I sleep till noon on the weekend. So the cat gets into a frenzy. Just freaks out wants, and fucks with you to try to wake you up so you can go feed him. Why don't you get one of those automatic feeding machines? Because you got to feed him wet food. That's what he wants. <laughs> he craves the wet oh, food. He craves don't give his him friskies. What he wants. You got to let him know he's who's a boss. growing animal. You can grow on kibble. No, they they have. What you do is you give them their dry food. Their dry food's out all day. They're, they have a never-ending supply of dry food, but their wet food is only in the morning at night. <laughs> I hope to God your cat gets really fat. <laughs> they already they do they look weird because they have like this kind of paunchy gut they, they look weird anyway anyway the cat gets into like a frenzy in the morning freaks out fucks with you jumps on your head bites your nose just like fucks with you like well you i was sleeping jeff, i was wearing a jeff Jr. i was wearing a pair of boxer shorts <laughs> i was wearing a pair of boxer shorts 
and my dick was sticking out of it and I was just sleeping and then out of nowhere just like a slice like he just scratched like the head like the head of my cock and it just it was so painful and I just ripped me out of my dream and I was just like ah and I grabbed the cat and just threw him across the room yeah and and just you know and then yelled and like kicked him out of the room and uh and closed the door but I was thinking about this what if he had like snapped his neck or something yeah, and then you talk and about the podcast the cat. and you get to go to jail. Well, possibly. That's what happens. Then what do you do with a cat? You take it to animal control. Once it's dead? Yeah. You don't take it to animal control. You have to take it to your vet or something. <laughs> Whatever. I, make I'm, it not look the, like I'm not the cat owner here. You're supposed to know this stuff. I thought the, well, I, I thought I the animal know. control disposed of animals. Or you could bury it in your yard. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, when we were kids, not that I'm planning on killing my cat. I mean, I'm going to have this cat for a while, although today I almost did. If he keeps scratching my dick, I probably will kill him. Is, but that, when Je- we were is kids, that like Jeff in the morning when he hasn't gotten enough cock? He just is like, rah! I just cock. running around in a, in a cock things. frenzy. <laughs> he probably does. Chasing his tail. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he does. And then he gets some cock and he starts purring. Yeah, settles down. For a nice afternoon. That's a horrible, a horrible thought. Disgusting mental image. But uh, but anyway, I was thinking. I was like, what do I do with this cat's corpse? And, and but we were kids. I mean, you had some animals. Did you have animals when you were growing up? Yeah. Like a little puppy Wackerly. Yeah. No, I I didn't well, feel like the, it was my child as you do, but yeah. Because your family, your parents bought it. I, this is a cat I purchased myself, oh. so it's. I kind of feel like I adopted this animal. He's my son. Okay. Um, but your your family dog is more like a sibling, right? But anyway, when when it died, what did your parents do? I think they took it to animal control. <laughs> they just took, put it in the car, and they're like, in um, a black garbage bag. Actually, <laughs> they're like, come over here, L Dub, little Lance Wackerly, come here, sit down, L Dub. Um, your puppy died. What was the puppy's name? Well, it wasn't a puppy when it died. It was a full-grown-ass dog. What was your dog's name? The dog's name was Libby. <laughs> Actually, Muffin Libby. before that. And uh, Muffin and Libby. Right. Um, was it like a big dog, or is it just? Uh, they were medium-sized dogs. I would say like One Labradors was a or something. Cocker Spaniel, not a Cocker Spaniel, a Brittany Spaniel. They're orange and white. They're pretty uh, badass dogs. And the other one was a golden retriever, which are stupid as hell. Yeah, but the golden retriever, you know, they always have like a pleasant disposition. Right. You can't go wrong with one of those. Kids. Um, so when they were put down, I mean, did your parents just kind of sit you down and say, hey, the, you know, Libby's muffin top's dead now? Uh, no, muffin top got uh, hit by a semi. <laughs> Maybe oh, that's shit. why they put the garbage <laughs> They had to fucking get, gather the parts. <laughs> Wow, that sucks. I really um, don't care. I have no, I have no uh, lingering feelings for these dead animals. Sociopath. What about uh, Libby? I mean, so would she would she put down? Did your parents have to do something with the body? I think I had moved away from home at that point. But yeah, I think she just got old and got you know sick and died. I mean, when you put it down at the vet, you just leave it there, right? Well, yeah. Well, I guess you could. Or there's options. I just read about. I was perusing the internets today, and I found an article about how to memorialize your pet. And so that's what led, led me to think about this. But when I was a kid, like we had Benji, a German Shepherd, that died, and they just 
cremated him. My dad asked for the ashes back because we had this. Yeah, we had him cremated. Like we got this like. Big expense. Well, we, yeah, we had a bag of ashes. And then my dad made us all go in the backyard, plant a tree, and say a bunch of like Hebrew prayers. Wow. Yeah, wow. we all had to sit around and, and sing. Uh, Can we go back and watch Saturday morning Like Hatikva or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really bizarre. Like, and, and I mean, I guess I actually now that I look back at it in hindsight, you know, it's we memorialize a dog with a tree, which is Jews tend to do that. You buy a tree in Israel in memory of somebody. But it's the. But I thought it was weird at the time. <laughs> There's no fucking trees there. I think they plant trees in Israel. Little desert there, trees. There are areas. Shitty desert trees. But I thought most people do cremate their pet or just leave them. Like when yeah, I had the cats them. in Chicago and one of them died, they're just like, "What do you want to do?" And I'm like. I don't know. Go home. Just throw it away. <laughs> like, what what am I going to do with it? And so I guess the, the thing is, there are options out there. What are the like, options? Instead of just leaving your, your cat to be disposed of with a vet or, or cremating it, there's options. I mean, you could throw yours in the LA River. Who's going to know? You, I, I probably could. Yeah. I mean, if, I think if I had killed the cat this morning, I would have just buried him in the backyard. You don't have a backyard. You have an apartment. There's, the but there's yard. a backyard behind, no, behind the alley behind my house. You just throw I it in just, the dumpster. I guess I could have done that. Just put him in a box or something in a dumpster. So see it. You know what I think I would do, though? Just just to make maintain the illusion that I actually, and I think he'd be a more mild-mannered animal at this point, uh, is uh, go to Perpetual Pet and freeze-dry Hecubus. Yes, you ever I've heard seen of that? this website. This website's they really need great. To update their HTML. <laughs> go to uh, people. Go to perpetualpet.net. You know, and check this you out. You know what the greatest thing about all these shitty websites are? They always have at the bottom like the person who made it for them. They're always so proud. The webmaster. Yeah, web Is design that even and a hosting term anymore. Smart choice computer solutions for <laughs> for all your 1992 fucking website needs. I just like the idea, the the fact that it's, you know, on a web 3.0 now or something. And this guy is like way back in, I bet you they made this site in 1996. Or they just made it recently, but they paid like 50 bucks. So it was a GeoCity site and now they just got a real domain for it. Perpetualpet.net. Because someone owns perpetualpet.com, which is odd. I have to say though, it's it, uh, very easy to navigate this site. Well, what's great about this is you can freeze dry the uh, the cat or or dog in, in a familiar pose that you choose, and it only costs like seven hundred dollars. Like licking its own nuts, dragging <laughs> its ass on the carpet. Oh, she loved to do that. This is great, dude. Uh, freeze drying is a method of preservation which eliminates the decaying process uh, through a combination of low temperature and vacuum application. All moisture is removed, leaving the tissue otherwise unaltered. It's more natural than taxidermy. I, I think this is. I think that's bullshit. I think it is. I think it just is taxidermy. They just don't want to say it. It's it's totally different than taxidermy. Well, taxidermy, okay, you're stuffing this. the animal tell with me this, sawdust. Though. As I mean, you're not going to keep the pet in a freeze dried situation when you bring it back to your house and it's in the moisture of the air. Is it going to fucking start to stink? It says that uh, it, it maintains. It's yeah. you know, it's it's I a costly kind of process. A let me see here. Um, yeah, they uh, they recommend keeping it in a uh, sleeping or light, a lying down posture, which looks the most natural. It will retain its original size and shape in which you post it indefinitely. See, that's where you're wrong, Perpetual Pet. Don't assume that I want it to look natural. <laughs> I want to frighten people. <laughs> 
<laughs> if not subjected to subsequent damage, like dirt, spills, stains, weather, should be no further change or deterioration. So you could just have it forever. Everything in my house has been subjected to spills and stains. So I don't know what they're thinking, how people live. You know what's great about this site, though? If you go, uh, go to perpetualpet.net, go check out the gallery and read these testimonials. It's so creepy. Like, I, I like this one here of, uh, see Foxy? Yes, I do see Foxy's Foxy. Foxy's like a little Pomeranian or something. It says, if it, if it were not for you, I would have never seen her again. Now I am with her every day. Do you think this old lady just carries this freeze-dried animal around with her? No. I don't think the old lady ever leaves her house. If I, if I freeze-dried my cat, I would throw it on my girlfriend. You just Like at night? <laughs> it's a fragile. <laughs> it's not like a fucking stuffed animal. It's fragile. It's not going to break. Yes, it will. It's fucking See, I would want it reinforced. Dried pet flesh. God, this is so creepy. Look at Sandy Cat. Losing my Sandy Cat has been extremely painful. He was my soulmate and companion for 16 years. Thanks to Chris and Sandy's wonderful work, my dear boy will be with me always. Guess what state they do this? Guess what state this business is, is in? Um, well, if people were fucking them, it would be Washington State. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Florida. Can you uh, freeze dry it with the buttocks uh, displayed <laughs> and splayed <laughs> a little bit apart? No, sir. Can you uh, insert this fleshlight like right in the hindquarters here? <laughs> what if you get just semen so, uh, on it? Is that going <laughs> yeah, to we'll uh, deter- <laughs> corrupt the freeze drying process? You know, we should have tried to uh, coordinate an interview and ask these pertinent questions here. Hmm. Um. Look at this. It just means so much to me to have pizzas with me every day. Have pizzas? It's creepy. No, peaches. I would have pizzas every day, but I'd be fucking 400 pounds. Oh, peaches. <laughs> peaches. Is one of the, it's, it's just so weird to me. I just don't understand. You freeze the animal. What do you do with it? Yeah. Just put it on your wall? The other amazing thing about these testimonials is the shit that people name their pets. I mean, come on. <laughs> one of them's named Kitty. Come on. Really? That's all you yeah, can think of? That's imaginative. I like this, uh, the priceless though, dude. My Hecubus probably weighs like two or three pounds. Six hundred dollars. Yeah, she's on the lower it's gotta end. It's gotta be cheaper. He's on the lower end of the scale. It's gotta be cheaper than taxidermy. Look at this though. Over twenty pounds, sixty dollars each additional pound. Above the eight hundred dollar base charge, I think. Yeah, that's that's expensive. You have a German shepherd, it's gonna cost you some money. So it's sixty $60 each additional pound or part thereof. So let's say, <laughs> let's say your pet, you know, you come in and it's like, and it's like 30 pounds and like one ounce. Would you pay the extra 60 bucks for the one ounce or would you be like, hmm, what Just can I off shave off of this dog? <laughs> yeah. Or like, you know, it's dead. Maybe if I like take one of its toes, that's about an ounce, Which is- right? Clip its tail off yeah. and just have it oh, a little yeah, nub. There you go. Save sixty. It'll save bucks. like probably a pound. Well, yeah, sixty bucks. Well, it depends. Are you a Jewish pet owner? No, I'm not. I'd be haggling with him. Come on! It's just an ounce. Cut me a deal here. It's just one ounce. Oh, sir, right, cut it's off a his part, toe. It's a part of a pound thereof. Take his tongue out. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, the tongue. Sew his mouth up. <laughs> But so there, there's one way, freeze-drawing your animal, you could do that. I probably would go for that option because I think it's creepy. Do you think a guy at my age, if you walked in there and you saw Hecubus just freeze-dried on the uh, table, would you think um, I was trying too hard to be yeah. weird? Yeah, that's a major try-hard move. Kind of like having a hairless cat. 
What about just regular taxidermy? Yeah, having a hairless cat. <laughs> what about regular taxidermy? Of your pet or just like a big moose head? Like a warthog or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, same thing. Although that's a very popular, trying... maybe it's over now, but for a while there, that was a very popular um, decor theme for like new bars and restaurants. They had all this fucking. Still is. What is that it called? Still like is down rustic here. cabin or something look? Lodge. Yeah, it's kind of. It's kind of like that rustic, but it's kind of carries into that whole steampunk type of Men's decor. Men's club. Yeah. Old leather like, chairs. Uh, I, uh, there's a lot of places that have antlers and, uh, yes. Pheasants, and deer heads. Feathers. And just other weird taxidermy, too. I actually kind of like taxidermy. Um, but what about if I was like I, I, I like the old. talking billy bass. Does that count? <laughs> Hey, mama, what is it saying? <laughs> Some Elvis song, right? <laughs> why, why can't we bring that back? We should bring it back and sell it on the site. That's a good idea. You could push the maybe button we should and change... just be like, say something from D. Simon. Yeah, maybe we should change the uh, the bass out to something else that better represents sick and wrong. That would be a good idea. What about if Hecubus well, died? I just put him on a plaque. the popularity of the bass. <laughs> if you get too far away, people won't get it. But I mean, maybe I should do that. Like we should start a company where you take your dead animal, you put like an MP3 player inside of it. Yeah. And you can press a button and the animal will sing a, your favorite song. Well, it's got to move around a little bit too. That was the Billy Bass. That's what pe- got oh, yeah, people's Yeah, moved its head. That was a brilliant idea. That guy must have made a lot of money Oh yeah, he's that. at least like a 500,000 there. <laughs> <laughs> so last week I was at a party with uh, my girlfriend, she introduced me to this girl that she knows. This girl wrote a book called Crafting with Cat Hair. And then, then she was saying that. She was like, you know, a lot of people, when your animal dies, you get their fur and you make like gloves or sweaters out of it. I mean, if you have a cat that actually has hair like normal people, um, there's so much fucking hair coming off that thing anyways. What, you don't even need to wait till it dies. Well, yeah, that's what she's saying. You could like take your cat's hair and turn it into felt. Just by brushing it. I once met. But you're a, saying a lot of people that die, though, that when their animals die, they make it into like sweaters or mittens. I once made a quote-unquote artist, who uh, her specialty was making sort of murals with her own hair. That's 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 weird too. She would make. Why, why would you want that? It's artsy. But it's just a it's a painting, like a multimedia well, piece of I don't art know with her hair. A painting because it's made of hair. Multimedia, that's a good word. Do you remember that guy that came into Rampage Radio years ago? His name was Reverend Stephen Leba. He was a satanic priest that lives in Oakland. Vaguely. Also an artist. He came in and he brought like a bunch of his paintings and he has this multimedia type of style. Kind of like Joe Coleman does the same thing. And uh, his painting, it was like, yeah, I mean, it wasn't just a flat painting. It had like all this stuff on it. They made it like kind bass of bumpy relief, and bass just, relief. How do you say that? Possibly. Was it made I, out I mean, of it his just, own skin or something? Flakes. Well, that was the thing. It had like all these different elements, and so I was checking out one of the paintings. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, he was a good artist, and I was like, hey, you know, how did you do this? What's it made out of? It has this weird material. He's like, oh, I made it out of my own feces, semen, and blood and hair. Nice. And I just dropped the painting on the ground. I was like, Jesus Christ! Why would you tell me that? Who would want that? Uh, the same type of person who you know. Freeze dry their cat. Now, if you're old, <laughs> or, if you or get 50, a hairless cat, <laughs> if you were fifty and you had your your ex pet uh, freeze dried or taxidermied, or whatever, then it would just be sad. 
Okay, so Hecuba's lifespan would probably be about 15, 16 years. I'm almost 40. So go. by the time that cat probably dies, if I don't kill him prematurely, um, it'll just be really creepy and sad when I'm just an old Not man even living creepy. by myself. I mean, myself. I know you're going for the creepiness. It'll just be sad. It'll be sad? Yeah. So I'm going to make sure at the time, you know, when we're in our 50s and we're podcasting, that I'll put him <laughs> mounted in the background so you can see it like in the background while we're Skyping. <laughs> what do you want to do for the intro? Well, I went in for a colonoscopy. We can talk about that. Oh, money. And afterwards, I freeze-dried my cat. I'll segue your colonoscopy into my freeze-dried hecky. <laughs> How about this? Load bullets with their ashes. Why? I don't know. You can find a weapons Fire dealer who will add sky. ashes to your bullets. That's the dumbest You can shoot something up. <laughs> You could form a diamond with their ashes. Well, that well, then you can wear it. That makes sense. Yeah, Japanese yeah. people say uh, you make nose print necklaces as well. Terrible. Um, you How can does tattoo that work? like on a piece of plexiglass. No, you just take a like a silicone forming, like a quick forming silicone mold. Oh, like a Hollywood and, Walk yeah. of Fame type thing. And you cast a metal pendant. Actually, that's not the Walk of Fame. Where do they put all the handprints? That's in front of the man's uh, Grumman's Grumman's Chinese Grumman's Chinese Theater. Yeah, that's where it is. Um, How about this? You mix the ashes in with ink and get a tattoo. No. (laughs) I mean, this shit's like you. You you tell people, they'd be like, "Yeah, nice story." (laughs) You wouldn't believe it. No. It's like, what's wrong with you? Why does your tattoo look like shit? Um, how about this? This is, I think, I think the ultimate freakish cat, like pet owner. Clone your animal. You can take their DNA, a DNA sample. You can go to this uh, company over here in the North Bay. I forget the name of it here. 50 grand, you can have a clone of your animal. Yeah, I don't find that freaky either. That's just fucking a testament to how stupid people are. And, you, and you, know, you expect poor people to be stupid, but then when you find somebody who has an extra 50K and they're also really stupid, that's what makes me have no faith for, or no hope for humanity. Yeah, but people get, you know, obsessed with their... You know, people get, like, fanatical with their pets. No, no, it's people who think that their pet has, like, a soul, you know, and they're, <laughs> and they're, they're soulmates with their pet and they're going to clone it and it's going to be the same animal. No. You know what it is, people? It's pets or meat. And usually the, the line between the two is blurred. It's not that it's not that blurry if you live in the West. It's when you start going <laughs> to Asia that it gets blurry. Yeah, there's a company I can't think of the name. Oh, is it the uh Genome Institute? Is that what they're doing it? I don't know. You can pay fifty grand. I can't find the company here to do pet cloning, but you can pay fifty grand to a company that will just that will clone your animal. I think uh, you have a way too much money to spend if you're cloning your dog. And not to mention, it's not going to be your dog. What if I com- it might look like it. What if I combine a couple of these things and I clown my animal? I have them freeze-dried and then have like a little nose, red nose put on them, fucking clown shoes, clown hat. Clownify. Clown I like where you're going with this. Clownify the dead. And we'll make it like 30 grand. And then we'll hope that the people are so stupid that they're like, oh... You guys only charge thirty dollars to clone the pet? Yeah, yeah, thirty to thirty or thirty grand to clown your pet. And then once we get it back, they get it back, and it's just a freeze dried clown pet. Uh, then we say no refunds. Why uh, stop at pets? I think you're gonna run into infants. Legal, legal trouble. Clownify an infant. A live infant. I think that. 
No, I'm, I'm saying hey, you could do it live. I'm saying like the deceased. It's like instead you're making a clown corpse. I actually think you could make some money just, yeah, clowning up people's live infants if you're, if you're really talking about trying to make real money. Yeah, but people, they do that already. <laughs> I know, but we do you're a really saying, good job. <laughs> but you're going to go to kids' parties, and could you imagine like no, Wacker no, 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 showing up to, at your kids? It's like Shakes thing. the Clown, gotta, Wacker the Clown. you got to bring your infant to me. <laughs> And it's, to, to uh, your, your creepy ass crawl space. <laughs> and you're gonna be like, only. Hey, when you see the results, <laughs> can't argue with it. Come to Lance Wackerly's clown basement. I, I also we'll clownify your kid. I also require that you fucking NyQuil the shit out of your kid before you bring it. So I can do my work. It's probably one of the more creepiest things. Like one of the creepiest things I think I've heard you say. Hey, I would. <laughs> hey, bring your kid, your infant, your you this bring your child you to Lance's house. This idea you think is creepy bought me this fucking Lambo, bitch. And I have a personalized license plate, <laughs> like C L W N K I D. Just says clown baby. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> well, maybe you will see it. How about that? I'm not gonna fucking do this podcast anymore when my fucking clown and clownify your infant business takes off. Wackily's clown emporium. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm I'll, I'll, I won't hold my breath, but I'm. I'm eager to see. Uh, I'm eager to see. Are we it. accidentally ripping off a Tim and Eric sketch? I just thought they have that. a clown college. Did they have clown? Was it clown Something college? About bringing your kid to some clown thing. Will Ferrell's in it. Oh well, that was very hacky. If we did that, mm-hmm. oh well. Was there a clown school? Maybe I don't know. Clown kids. My brain doesn't. No, you know what it was. Anymore. It was renting a clown kid, right? There you go. My my business is nothing like that. that show. Anyway, people, in the next few years, if uh, I do end up killing my pet, I'll make sure to uh, post pics of it at, on uh, Instagram and on uh, Facebook, so you can see my freeze dried animal. I think that's the way to go. Perpetualpet.net. Uh, this is episode. Uh, what is it? Four fifty three here. Sick and wrong. Perhaps. Yeah, inching our way towards five hundred here. Um. You know the way the show works. Send us your stories. We read them here in the air. If we give you credit, uh, we will send you a sick and wrong care package. Uh, you can send your stories to sickandwrongpodcast.com. Submit them via Facebook or the Twitter. There are some popular stories coming out this week. Quite a few, actually. And uh, a, a lot of listeners send in the same story. So we picked the two that I think are the funniest, but also uh, two very popular ones. So we're going to get to that right after a word from our sponsor. Um, as you know, uh, I gotta make some. I gotta make some pre-recorded tracks here. I hate having to do these live reads, <laughs> but you can go to our website. You can click on the Adam and Eve um, banner, and you can go get this uh, this 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 new um, promotion that we got going on with them. They changed our old promotion. I think the new one's a bit better. I think this is a great one for the holidays too. Is it the holidays? Is Halloween the first holiday of the holidays? I think it is. I'm counting. Yes, but you don't buy gifts for no, it. No, but it's the first. Okay, but yeah, but it's the first big decoration holiday. You should see yeah, my neighborhood. It, it, it does. It initiates the whole decoration of all the holidays. Do people decorate their house for Thanksgiving? Uh, really sad old people do. <laughs> but they God. definitely decorate it for Halloween. It's tragic. Yeah, Halloween. I mean, why not? So if you go to AdamandEve.com right now, you order your item. Uh, you get a sexy surprise for her. You get a specially selected toy for him. Now these are all in addition to the item. Yeah, you buy your item, 
And then you get like 10 free gifts. So you get like a, a couple's gift. You get a prize for the guy. You get another thing for the girl. And then you get like six free adult movies. So really you end up with like 11 items because each of the special things is also an item. Talk about just being a perv. Like, you know how like you're ordering stuff in the mail right. and you just want to get like a nondescript envelope with your flashlight in it. Mm-hmm. Instead, you're just getting this massive box that the UPS guys bring into you just filled with just weird sex toys and adult movies. <laughs> yeah, I would recommend when you're ordering your items from Adam and Eve, you also go to like Amazon.com and order like a big Rubbermaid bin. <laughs> So they could just, yeah, you could just put it so you have somewhere to put it. Unless you're one of those sad people who literally nobody ever comes to your apartment, then just leave it laying all around. Who cares? Or if you just want to terrorize your neighbors, just, you know, put like uh, pictures of the magazine on the window. Oh, yeah, you could display all your dildos on your windowsill. Just like, yeah, make like a dildo. Uh, what, are those, what are those hanging things you got? What are those wind called? chimes? Not wind dildo chimes. chimes. <laughs> Dildo chime. Make a dildo chime. Why not? Another great marketing oh, idea that I just came up with. Go clownify your kid and hang some dildos from the ceiling. <laughs> anyway, just go to adamandeve.com, select your item, get 10 free gifts, and they give you free shipping. Just make sure you use diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E, when you check out. All right, the first story we got here came in from Chris. Chris says, I can think of better ways to lose my virginity. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, I'm going to be, that's the thing. It remains in question whether or not the protagonist of this story actually lost his virginity or not. So a Texas man who admitted to killing his mother and raping her corpse clowned around for jurors who were considering his sentence. Clown-themed show. Yeah, I love how uh, he clowned around. He's like the comedian, like the Louis C.K. of murder. Prepared an opener, good closer, some, <laughs> some uh, A-list the, material. The class clown down at the courthouse. Courthouse clown. No, I like to entertain the jury. No, I'm in the, don't I'm like the, sit here. the jail clown. <laughs> well, you know how like some murderers just appear menacing or antagonize the jurors? This guy, he just wants to entertain. It's gonna be, he's going to be popular in prison. Uh, Kevin Davis pleaded guilty Monday to first-degree murder just as his trial began. He's an 18-year-old. He admitted he tried to strangle Kimberly Hill, his mother, with a power cord from a video game console. But when she did not stop screaming, he struck her head repeatedly with a hammer. You know, aren't most uh, console controllers wireless these days? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, what's going on here? This guy's living in the past. It's like using PlayStation 1 technology. Living in the early aughts. You should have a wireless controller, man. Get with the times. Well, then, just beat her on the head with the controller. Yeah. I don't know if that works as well as the cord strangulation method. Well, the hammer is probably a bit better than all the above. Sure. Davis told investigators on a recording that he stuck his hand into the open wound in his mother's head and moved her brain around. To make sure she was dead. That's that's the that's a good method. I have to say. You know, you can check her pulse. I don't know if you've ever seen Law and Order, but uh, well, he's not a easy. fucking doctor. You know those uh, yeah. you know those uh, drill bits that you use to like stir paint. That's an even better way. But just stick that in the hole in the head and just stir it around a bit. You got it. Hmm? All right. Or they have I mean, a, a uh, an external blender. He makes soup with. 
immersion blender that's what they call it that's another good way what about like a turkey baser and just suck up some brain fluid take all the moisture out that's kind of how i feel after i've been drinking too much you know what's funny about this kid is he's just uh i guess he's got a penchant here for superfluous details like he doesn't need to uh, reveal this much but i don't think he really cares about being um you know, charged guilty of murdering his mother. I think he's just admitted to it. He's like, whatever. I'll just, I'm going to spill the beans here. And another I'm going to confess and I'm going to entertain. How old is this So kid? I like this guy. 18. So after he tells about stirring her brains up a bit, he then tells uh, investigators on the tape that's being played for the jury, he also raped his mother's dead body. And then he follows it up with, guess I lost my virginity to a dead corpse. Objection, your honor. <laughs> <laughs> No, you didn't. <laughs> Does that count? No, it doesn't count. Are you saying it doesn't count? Even though he stuck his penis in a uh, uh, dead vagina. Exactly. I mean, if you made a so if you made a vagina out of a pineapple, would you and fucked that? Would you would you consider that losing your virginity? So you're saying that once life has left the body, she is an inanimate object. Right. He had sex with an inanimate object. That's not losing your virginity. like a real doll. Right. With a big hole in her head right that's not yeah. losing your virginity so what about this then let's say she was dying that counts like she wasn't she was still breathing but barely that still counts all right what if it's just anal not vaginal sex good question because <laughs> then you have to i mean if if you can have anal sex with somebody and you consider that losing your virginity then does getting a blowjob to completion count as losing virginity? I would, I would think the common parlance is that, no, it does not count. My question here is, I mean, if he's really going for the shock and, and her shocking factor, the gross-out entertainment of the jury, why didn't he say he fucked the hole in the, in the skull? I don't know. I mean, he's improving. He's riffing. <laughs> yeah, he's riffing. You can't judge going him Going with now. the flow here. Uh, when the video was over... He swiveled his chair to face the jury, and he smiled and waved. Yeah. I think that would be gilding the lily. I guess. I think he's going a bit overboard here. Well, I know. He's definitely a show. He's a showboater. I'm saying fucking the the brain hole. I'm just still thinking about that concept. I think it's going too far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He told detectives that he long fantasized about killing his mother and his sister, and he waited a while for his sister to return home before he decided to leave the family's apartment and move away. He said he had his fill of killing and seemed a bit too much at that point. And the way he got caught here is he just kept riding his bicycle along some train tracks and he decided to go to a, uh, just a random house, knocked on the door, said he murdered his mother, and asked them to call the police. Hmm. Now that's got to be awkward. Well, it's got to be awkward. For who? The couple. What do you do? I don't like Would you even answer the door? Coming to my door? But what would you do? Would you let them sit on your porch? Yeah, I wouldn't invite them in. So you would be like, okay, I'm going to call the police, just stay outside? Yeah, of course. <laughs> now that would be awkward. What would, would you, you get do? them like, what would you get, get them a glass of lemonade? <laughs> no. Nothing? You would just like <laughs> no, stay outside? I probably would just throw my freeze-dried cat at him. Get out of here! Why don't you just have your live cat attack his balls? I should do that. He's trained to scratch dicks, apparently. Uh, police uh, went, went to the home here in the apartment, found a trail of blood from the living room to the master's bedroom, along with handwritten notes all over the, all over the apartment. One, one note wrote, chase me, sorry for the mess, with a smiley face. 
Hmm. Tells you this guy's a he's a he's a clown. He really is a he's joker. Really starved for attention, this guy. He's a joker. Um he also described his fantasy of dressing in a suit, decapitating a girl, putting her in a dress, and then having sex with a corpse. Said it would be a night to remember. He does not regret killing his mother. And he says, in a way, I, I, I suppose I should, but I wouldn't take back what I did. I did love her in a way, but I'm a terrible, disgusting person. He says he doesn't have standards. He doesn't have morals. A body's a body, a piece of meat. And he requested life in prison. He said he's not mentally ill. He's completely sane. He knows what he did. Well, why doesn't he just get the death penalty? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, would they give this kid life in prison? He's in Texas. Don't they uh, kill people for stealing Up gasoline? There? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. But, I mean, they do have the death penalty in Texas. He's 18. I mean, this kid... I, mean, I don't think this kid would be opposed to getting the death penalty. Give it to him. I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> why not? I don't think it'd be much of a loss for society either. Right. He said if he was released, he'd kill again. So wh- why not? <laughs> if I'm released, you I'll know? kill again. Yeah, he's like, if, I, if he's I'm released, I'm going to kill again because out. I'm a monster. He's so a, he's I, I not think, a monster. Uh, you know, some, See, I, that's, I, I have a problem with this kid for that reason. I mean, he clearly thinks he's some kind of a badass. Like, oh, you fucking hit your mom in the head with a hammer, tough guy. Yeah, he says right here. You think here I can't hit he, my uh, mom in the head with a hammer? Come on. Yeah, jurors cringe and cover their faces when he said that he once choked and drowned a cat and then performed a sexual act with the remains. It'll, He's a, a monster. Close to home for you. I, well, <laughs> I didn't choke the cat. I tossed him against the wall. Right, but you did fuck it though. Oh yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't gonna. Say, I told you that off air, Wackerly. What do you have here for the second story? Um, I don't know if I believe the story, but it's still pretty funny. Actually, I do. Be- I believe it. I don't know if I believe the subject, uh, what she's saying. That doesn't make any did sense. Did a listener send in the story? Yeah, a listener did send in the story. Hang on. Uh. I'm an idiot, though, and I lost the thing. Give me one second. I want to give credit where credit is due. I think... I think- I think uh, we had several listeners submit this story, but uh, well, this one is from Sam, and he says, "Do you think this will happen to Lance?" Me, I don't think it'll happen. It's yeah, but, but you it's never know. Possibility, You're very humiliated. You never know. <laughs> Spanish news website, La Cinco del Día, the Daily Five, translates. <laughs> you know, it's probably a serious news site. Yeah, I'm, in sure, Spain. It's, I'm sure it's very serious. Sp- Spain is a very serious country. They really have their shit together there. And they all says. speak like that, though. Don't they, have, don't they have like 30% unemployment? And then everybody who does work, like, works for the, like, the, a state job, you know, for like the post office or something, doing nothing. It doesn't Europe, like, just resent putting them on the euro. I've heard that. <laughs> they are one of the pigs. <laughs> They're the S in pigs, I guess, right? Um, well, anyways, this uh, La Cinco del Dia, they broke the story and said that um, this lady, who is the subject matter, she said neither her closest friends nor her family knew she had had sex with the dwarf stripper. 
It's a hell of a title there. Yeah. Dwarf stripper. Well, it's not the title. It's just a comment from the uh, article. Uh, this yeah. woman confesses. Hell of a statement. She's confessed to cheating on her husband with uh, a dwarf stripper that was invited to her hen party by the friends, her friends, so-called friends in Valencia, hen- Spain. Hen party. It's like a bachelorette party. They call it a hen party. Slightly derogatory. I like it though. Why is it a derogatory? hen party? Well, don't they call it stag night for the guys? Yeah. Hen Stags, party for the hens. girls. Well, because it's a derogatory term, you like a bunch of cuckling hens, you know? Right. I don't think so they see it as derogatory. On. I think it's just the common. I think it thing. could. I, I think in the West they'd say, "Oh, really? Hen party? Yeah." Misogynist. The misogynist don't, don't even think, pay us the same wage the in the workplace. Of, I don't think the kind of ladies who complain about misogyny have hen parties. Well, here we just call it bachelorette parties, and they put dong-shaped hats and tiaras on their head. They terrorize all the gay bars. The gays hate it. Yeah, my brother said uh, they get like they sometimes will turn away in bachelorette parties right. on uh, on the weekends. It's because they have a bunch of like uh, dancers that dance around in their underwear. Um, the the reason I mean, normally if you fuck somebody at your bachelor party or bachelorette party, you just keep you keep it on the DL. And the friends all keep it. Yeah, the bro code, the hen code, whatever. But she couldn't do this because uh, she had to confess to her husband earlier this year after giving birth to a baby with dwarfism. (laughs) How tall is her husband? (laughs) Normal height. (laughs) That's embarrassing. Above five foot, which I've heard is the cutoff for being a dwarf. Or, you know, a small person. Um she said that once she uh, held the baby in her arms, she broke down and confessed what had happened. She knew yeah, but, she knew that it couldn't have been her husband's. But how? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Can't a normal-sized couple give birth to a dwarf? Yes. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's a genetic t- defect. Yeah, so he probably had, like, in his DNA. Why wouldn't she go with that? And get this. Because in the telltale heart right in that, That's what this is. In she's that show i think she's a bit stupid i think the whole country's a bit stupid because nobody in this news article says anything different that hey wait a minute in fact even <laughs> two dwarfs as we've seen in that show little people big world two dwarfs can have sex and give birth to a normal sized person okay could you imagine that if your parents are dwarfs apparently spain the entire country uh, subscribes to an extremely juvenile viewpoint of like procreation. You know, like a small person comes out of a small person. I don't know if they've never heard of like, uh, you know, Watson and Crick or DNA or what. What city uh, did this occur in? This is probably not in Madrid or a major city. It's probably in the country. Valencia. Somewhere. It's a big city. I wouldn't really know, but I assume it is. All right, there's no excuse there. I, I just don't understand why this... You know what it is? This girl was uh, just filled with remorse about the whole incident. And she probably confessed as soon as she saw the door. Never confess. <laughs> Always just keep ne- Not until proven... Yeah, just never admit guilt. Oh, we have door baby. Yeah, but beyond, even if you have a black child, be like, I don't know. Well, maybe your uh, great-great-great-grandmother was black. See, being <laughs> true... You could. I'm not saying it wouldn't work, but you'd have to fucking jump through some hoops. You'd have to, pull, you'd have to produce some photographs, maybe work some Photoshop, like you and Yafat Kato, and be like, this is my uncle. <laughs> Your kid comes out looking like Jay-Z. Well, well you know. How did he, not it. only is he black, but how did he get so fucking ugly? So. <laughs> Come on, Jay-Z's one of the ugliest person around. 
people. If Jay Z wasn't as successful as he was, he would never be fucking a girl. Looks like like if he just worked at near Beyonce. And Beyonce came in to like make some copies, and she's like, "Oh, that's the man for me." I don't even think Jay Z would get hired at like an office. I think he would have to work at like a fast food restaurant. I don't necessarily think that's true. In the back, but in the back, the the best part of this article, though, I have to say, is and this is something a uh, United States newspaper would never do. They never follow up on shit like that. You'd want to know because, like, one thing you would think is like. What? I don't know what the fuck. I don't happen? know what the stripping industry is like in Spain, but do they normally fuck the stripper? <laughs> so this news, t- this newspaper went out and interviewed another midget stripper. Not only a stripper, but another midget stripper. Wow, midget strippers must be a popular thing there. In I Spain. think it is because he says, "I know." Like he says, "I know colleagues working out of Valencia, but I'm not aware of any of them getting involved in something like this." So he's saying he doesn't know the guy, but of all the other dwarf strippers that he knows. They're mostly men in their 40s and 50s, and, and who's, going to, who's going to want to sleep with a man that age plus a dwarf? Come on. He didn't say that. That was my comment. <laughs> I love how he's like kind of admitting that, you know, we're a novelty. That's what we are. He says there must be about 10 of us doing this line of work in Spain, to answer your earlier question. He also says, more often than not, it's a joke thing, and the women are very shy and yeah. don't even want you to touch them. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. You often go along with a normal stripper who will who will come out and blindfold the woman, and then you take his place and pretend it's him that's still dancing. Classic wow, bait move. and switch. Yeah, classic bait and switch. You, but this is totally my mo when I'm trying to plan a bachelor party or something for a friend. Is I want like the fattest, most grotesque stripper imaginable. I don't want an attractive girl. No. I want to buy dances with the deformed girls. And to be honest, the guys at our age don't want the hot stripper either. It's much easier to joke around about the ugly midget fat stripper. Yeah, because then you get the pictures and it's funny. You get a right. story out of it. Just some hot chick with big tits. It's like, you know, no, my it, question it, well, is. The problem is some hot chick with big tits. She's stripping for you and she's giving you a lap dance and all your friends are looking at like standing around in a circle. And now you've got a big fucking erection in your dockers. It's fucking <laughs> weird. It's like, oh, thanks, guys, for the stripper. I've got a huge boner now. Who said you're wearing pants? Okay. <laughs> My question is, when did the sex occur? Like, was she really drunk and just fucked this dwarf in front no, of all of her friends? That kind of a detail. But, uh, yeah, but I mean, but think about it. How many times would you have sex with a stripper at your bachelor party? Would you just go into a room and have sex with her? I mean, if the I was the type of guy to have sex with a stripper at my bachelor party? Yeah, I guess you'd, you'd go tell her go back to your room. Exactly. You're not going to do it in front of all your friends. But all your friends are going to know what you're doing. Well, have you ever seen that uh, that those that genre of porn that they have, where it's like a bunch of girls are at a bachelorette party, getting a little wild. Stripper comes in, ends up fucking like four of them. Oh yeah, I have seen that. Strangely <laughs> enough, it's one of those porn genres that I'm just I don't get it. I'm not into it. I'm not into it either, and it's just kind of it's not even arousing. But it just also at the same time, I'm like this would never happen. But now I'm wondering in Spain, maybe it does happen. Even with the dwarves. It did happen. Yeah. I mean, do you think that's the only girl he fucked? Well, everybody is amazed that um, none of her friends let the secret out. Which I'm also amazed. I mean, women, come yeah. on. Yeah. No, and especially a secret like that. Yeah. Like, I gotta well, say, you one know, of these women, One of these women are jealous that she's marrying this guy. Like, maybe they, she thought she had a chance with him or something. Like, it would get back to him through her. Which makes me question the veracity of the story. 
Well, I, I gotta say, like uh, when when we do your bachelor party, and I get the, I hire the like probably one of the most uh, just disgusting aberrations of nature you've ever wait, seen wait, wait. to get naked for you. Uh, no, I need to take and uh, you fuck it. <laughs> I'm gonna be telling every sick and wrong fan. About I need this. to take issue with this if you're gonna go there. <laughs> I agree that it's your M.O. to tr- attempt to coordinate this, but I need to inform the listeners, it's never actually panned out. <laughs> it never has. I was I've tried think, several times. For P-Town's birthday, did it work out? Or no, it didn't. No, I, I, you know, I even looked into hiring Bridget the Midget, but we would have had to spend three grand to fly her up from L.A., right. put her in a hotel, and then uh, get her to strip for at this party. So over the course of like 10 years, it's been your MO to attempt to coordinate something like this. It's, it's never worked it's out. Never, it's never Not come to fruition. I know. But that's what I'm saying. It's like maybe it will this time. Well, maybe your we, well, we are going to. I'm making you guys all fly to Spain. So. <laughs> and I will hire a male dwarf stripper. It's going to be a bait and switch. There's going to be a hot chick Whoa, on your lap. Next thing you know. <laughs> I'll have my blindfold on. I don't remember her cock being this big. Fucking <laughs> flopping in my face. <laughs> and it will be on video, so don't worry, people. Anyway, you know what I was just thinking? Dwarves must love Peter Dinklage. Yeah, of course they do. They must love people. Well, because back in the day, like these guys in their 40s and 50s probably never got any ass because the only reference that girls had in, in you know popular film or television were like the Time Bandits or Willow or Warwick Davis. No girls found Warwick Davis attractive. Then along comes Game of Thrones. I bet you there's girls some getting- weird Renfair chick who wanted to fuck Warwick Davis. Yeah, but few and far between. But then along come games of Thrones, Game of Thrones, and now these girls are getting wet just looking at Peter Dinklage. Yeah, not few and far a lot between. Of them do. Though, every single lady, even my mom. No, but have you talked to a lot of girls? And I've asked them. I'm like, so would you have sex with Peter Dinklage? They're like, yeah, I guess I would. That never would have happened with Warwick Davis. So these these midget strippers now are probably getting ass a lot more ass than they ever would have. Who is the hottest time bandits midget? If you had to rank them all. <laughs> God, I don't even remember the That's names. Your homework. Yeah, this is your homework for next. Uh, this is going to be the intro next week. Because we do. I have to go back I'd, and study the photos and get their names. I'd have that. to watch that movie again. It's been years. What about the uh, dwarves from, from uh, The Hobbit? From Willow? No, from Hobbit. Oh, The Hobbit. Yeah. Well, those aren't even real dwarves, though, are they? It doesn't matter. I, I think those, yeah, I think those fantastic, are real actors. It's a fantastical representation of a dwarf. Thorin yeah, is they, obviously they, the top. He's got the best hair. Yeah, but I'm talking, I want a dwarf, though. I'm talking the dwarf with, like, little arms, big head. Like a real right, dwarf. No, I get it. You're not even willing bow-legged. to play this game with me. Okay, thanks. Thanks for Like thanks a for real trying. dwarf. <laughs> like, Tyrion's a real dwarf, like Peter Dinklage. Yeah, I get, I get I bet that. You, but I'm, I'm just saying, that guy ushered in, like, a sexual revolution for dwarves, and they, you know, they probably respect him and adore him for that. No, I completely agree with you. Everything you're saying is totally true. <laughs> But still, though, I am surprised that a bachelorette at her hen party would end up having sex with a dwarf, and he wouldn't even wear a condom. So would you divorce, or not even divorce, just cut the marriage off if he found this out? Yeah, I'm not paying for somebody else's dwarf baby. But so I would have a done. DNA test, because like, they don't get that it, this could be their own biological child. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, we, I, I guess I would probably consent to it. But would you be more, okay, what would you be more enraged about? The fact that she fucked a dwarf stripper or if she was just having sex with some other dude? I think I would be equally mad either way. It'd be nice to know that I could kick the guy's ass. 
<laughs> I just think the fact that she fucked the dwarf stripper um, would probably. Uh, I think I'd be mad more. that she fucked a stripper. Well, would you be more? Would you be more mad that she fucked a stripper, or just some guy that she worked with? Maybe some guy that she worked with would be worse. A stripper, because a stripper, I mean, you'd be like, "All right, I'm super mad, but you were wasted. It was your hen night? He was stripping." <laughs> but if she just fucked some guy like at the fucking Starbucks, like, why did you do that? But the fact that she had sex with a stripper without a condom, <laughs> maybe that that would bother me broke. too. Yeah, and then you had been having sex with her, sex with her subsequently too. Yeah, there's a lot not to like about everything that happened here. So what ended up happening? Does it say the result? No. I mean, the, the kid is born. They can't. You can't execute it. You could turn it into a clown if you just bring it down. My <laughs> clowning emporium for chi- children. I'll even give them a discount because it's not only is it an infant, but it's extremely. It's small. a dwarf. And people, there you go. Now that is how a dwarf stripper is made. Yeah. I still. I want to yeah. see the results of the DNA test because I'm not completely convinced no we'll have to see people send your stories to Instagram podcast at hotmail.com we got some phone calls to get to 206-666-3846 is that number uh before we get to that another word from our sponsor right now we do have a special promotion going on with adam and eve it's a new promotion yeah you buy one gift you get 10 free gifts you get a gift for you get for your girl get for your couple and then like six free adult adult movies it's a lot of porn a lot of porn to watch all at once. You buy a couple gifts, you'll get 12 adult movies. So you know what you could do? You could go buy gifts, and then you have gifts for every birthday for the next year and Christmas. Two orders at adamandeve.com. six or seven friends. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm just saying, if I don't even have six or seven friends. So go. for me, be that'd be gifts for two yeah, years. Yeah, two years. There you go. So uh, when you check out, just make sure... Use coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. AdamandEve.com. DIDDLE when you check out. Hi, this is Bob Madigan. And you're living... Listen... Living... Listening to Synchronon. Sick and Ron. Sick and Ron. Thanks, Yes, you're listening to Sikronon, and this is Bob Madigan, and uh, I hope you're still going to listen later on, dude. All right, we got a few phone calls here, the Sick and Wrong Hotline. Um, so a lot of people this week received the uh, donation gift that we sent out. So we got um, some prints made, and uh, we went to JCPenney's, actually, the portrait studio over there. Plug. I w- yeah, whack, oh yeah, here's a plug for it. Wackily went against his will. You hated every minute of the experience, but it was great. Right, so I'm not part of the selfie tape. generation. I have no interest in it. Even though we're this, even though you're older than me, you are part of the selfie generation. I don't take that many selfies. This wasn't you even a selfie. These are portraits. You enjoy it. Let's just put it. These that were way. portraits. We got professional no, portraits no, 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 made. No, it doesn't matter if you what you call it. It's having your picture taken. Be like, ooh, look at me. That's me. In the photo, well, that's else? me. Hey. Hey. What other hey, gift you. did you, What other gift did you want to give these guys? Uh I'm I was down with the photo. I just was going I I my idea was and I think people would have enjoyed this. I think they'll back me up. But I just wanted to go in front of the edge, your brother's bar, and then we would have, you know, all three of us there and we'd just have somebody take it with their, you know, iPhone camera. 
put it put a filter no, on it I, the kids love the filters come on i think the fact you saw the i posted the, some of the pictures on facebook <laughs> and i think the fact that we actually went and uh got sweaters and made, had a professional portrait done right let, that's what people let me prove want. a point here let me go all fucking law and order this is how much you love selfies my idea would have been free your idea <laughs> that you with jew claw you love selfies so much what do we we had to spend like 150 bucks or something right no nah, it was like 120 i think oh, oh sorry 120 <laughs> i was way off that's how much but you love regardless you, you retracted the jew claw no you know what it is it's above and beyond for the fans i wanted to give oh, the fans you love the fans i want so to much. show appreciation for what we donated rather than just taking some cheap snapshot in front of a gay bar yes that people would have like would people want to frame that they want a print of us wearing sweaters. So anyway, we, here, we got a guy here that called in, and uh, he wants to know something. Something about the shoot. Hello, boys. I donated money to the, uh, the I, Sick and I, Wrong I, podcast. I, I, I don't know what you call it. You know, The thing that enables you to carry on podcasting. Uh, and I just received a wonderful Howard. gift. It did make me laugh a lot. But I do have one question for you. Where the fuck did you guys get the jumpers? Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Speak to you soon. Bye. Jumpers. It's a new word for me. I know you Never sent me this before. MP3 and I thought it was going to be about somebody like committing suicide off the fucking Empire State Building. But no. I thought it meant like a jumper. Like, you know, an outfit like a jumper. Like you wear. I thought girls wear jumpers. Like a one piece. That's a romper. Oh, it's a romper. Okay. Well, I guess apparently in uh, in the UK, jumpers are sweaters. Right. I didn't know that before. Um, I think it's in a song. It might be in a Rolling Stone song, something about a jumper. The Weezer song about sweaters. <laughs> They're American. No, I think there's a. I think there's a Rolling Stone. One of those movies, those documentaries. He's talking about his jumper. That's the first time I got it. So Wackerly just wanted to wear normal clothes, not even a sick and wrong shirt, just a regular, regular outfit. Come on. Pose I, I wore my sick of... and wrong shirt. But anyway, I was like, you know what? To make this funny, to make this memorable, we got to get matching sweaters. So I went and actually got these sweaters. You were appalled. Remember you saw this? You're like, seriously? <laughs> I was like, they seriously, funny. let's Admit get it. this over with. <laughs> So I went and got them at some uh, store in the mission, just randomly, just went in there and like, oh, this is hilarious. How much, how much coin did you drop on that? They're like six bucks. It was like a good piece. Yeah. So it was like six, seven bucks. You know what I did? $132. Getting closer to my initial (laughs) estimate. You know, and think of the gasoline to get out there. You drove to the mall. Yeah. It was a mall in uh, South San Francisco. Right. Yes. Yeah, free parking. But anyway, you know what I did with those sweaters? So I got those sweaters there. We wore them just for that shoot. And then uh, I just put them in Jared's closet just with his other clothes. He still should hasn't noticed. that shit off on eBay. I should Store probably. We should sign the sweaters. But um, the funniest thing about it, we get down to JCPenney's to the shoot. It's all children because only mothers, like families go there. And they're all my Yeah, I know. I want to know what you thought. I mean, why didn't, how could you not expect that? Who, did you, who else did I don't you think know. was going to be there? I just thought it was going to be minorities. Fucking Matthew I think Sweet gonna be kids. doing his like liner notes. No, I mean, I thought it was going to be kids. I mean, that's what I thought would be funny, but it was just all children. And they're all, for the most part, minorities. So where do the white people go get their portraits done? 
I don't think they do that anymore. Families have to do portraits. I bet you they hire a professional photographer. <laughs> and they go to like Golden Gate Park or something. <laughs> the rich white people of San Francisco. They have well, a, so we they go have there. Fucking, uh, I can't even remember her name. Never mind. The funny thing about it, we go there and I told Annie the, uh, the photographer over. lady that we're engaged to, and these are, this is our engagement photo shoot. And that's why she went all out with it. Yeah, no, she totally do all these that. stupid poses. <laughs> I think she did. You, you guys think she did. Like my because girlfriend's there. She's like, she didn't. Right. She did too. Let, it, let the record, why was let she the so record show it? that your girlfriend and I were both completely on board with the idea that she, she was just playing along. It, she sounded pretty convinced. I know. To I, me. I like in your in your mind that you know she would get, she would be on to us that we weren't actually gay and getting married, and that she would have like thrown us out if she knew or something, or, or she would cause some big stink. Well, why would Listen, she say you're making a mockery of this JC Benny portrait studio? You're not getting married. <laughs> Tell the truth. Is, then why would she say, "All right, knock off the ruse"? What are you guys are just being funny? Because it's easier just to go along with it. I don't know. She was asking me questions like, when's the wedding? Where are you oh, going to no. do it? Who's going to officiate? She's a genius of fucking I think she thought, she thought it was. I think she thought it was true. I think she thought it was true. I, think, I don't think she was hey, playing along with it. Anyway. anyway. D. Simon thinks that because this woman uh, works at the J.C. Penny Portrait Studio that she's like a functional idiot. She didn't seem too bright to me. but Why? But regardless, regardless, um, she got some good photos. We got about like 20 shots. Depending on how popular these prints are, we sold quite a few this week, surprisingly. But um, we we did a limited edition print. We did a limited edition print for the people who donated, and we thank you. We thank everybody for donating. That's why I want to give you a funny gift. Um, But then we're selling a couple prints on the site. Just go to the Sick and Wrong store. There's a couple prints. One with uh, the sweaters. One with Quado. We might print some more in the future. I'm not sure. It's kind of a bitch to get all these printed. But maybe. I like that we'll my see. part's over. Yeah, you won't, you won't have to do... Oh, maybe next time when... Uh, what, what if you're... 2015 uh, photo shoot. What if your fiancé wants to get some wedding shots? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to happen to JCPenney? <laughs> Not going to happen at all. Anyway, people, go to the Sigurong store. You can go buy a print. We'll uh, personalize it for you, too. I've got some more calls. Here's one about sex on a plane. What's up, you slimy sex puppets? I'm calling because I was listening to an episode the other day. I don't remember the fucking number, but you guys were talking about people uh, uh, having sex on a plane. And my father was a uh, airline captain for Continental for about like 18 years. And uh, I texted him and asked him. He's retired now, but I called him and asked him, texted him and said, "Hey, you know, uh, did you ever have people having sex on the plane? You know, is there any like crazy stories like that?" And he, he told me some interesting things. This. Uh, in his younger years, he flew uh, uh, private uh, little, you know, jets for for uh, uh, the guy who owned Paramount Pictures, and he owned this uh, a bigger plane that they fly like, you know, like it was like a thirty seater fucking, you know, jet or some shit. And there was this one woman on the plane that kept going around servicing guys. They would she would grab them and bring them up, and she blew four different guys until uh, the stewardess and, and him had to tell the woman to stop. And then the best part why I'm calling you, he told me he had a priest jerking off on his plane once, and he when he, when they landed, they had him arrested, and he was arrested in Europe, so it, it probably ended very badly for him because the jails over there are real shitty. 
Uh, but I thought you might like that. I thought that was pretty <laughs> amazing that he had a, a pretty jerking off on it. Are the jails shittier in Europe than they are here? Everything I've seen, they're better. It's like a holiday. Yeah, and plus, I didn't even think they would even jail you for jerking off on the plane over there. Maybe you had to go to Vatican jail. <laughs> <laughs> the Vatican prison? Plane. All right, peace, bitches. In the Vatican prison, um, they probably whip your balls for beating off. I don't understand that. Yeah, I mean, obviously they don't condone that type of behavior, but don't you think they would rather have them jerk off and rape little kids? Well, I mean, you're supposed to obey all the rules. (laughs) You can commit the, you know, the first three sin, but as long as you don't do this real bad one, it's okay by me. Was this guy an American priest? I don't know. I don't even know if he's Catholic. The one thing that I, but so the woman blowing all those passengers. So she's flying, he's flying a private jet, right? Did he say that? Yeah. He's flying a private jet for Paramount? Why is that a, an issue then? I'll be the captain of your plane, uh, your flight this evening, um, super big prude, no sexy times back there. Flying yeah, it's kind of bullshit. Feet. Yeah. Don't you think, uh, did you ever see that video of the stones flying somewhere? They had, the stones had their own chartered jet. And they had like four girls, and it was like a massive orgy. Yeah, that's when Keith Richards really just as a rock star. Yeah, you get you get your own plane. Like Led Zeppelin had a Led Zeppelin plane. Think of the shenanigans that happened Def on that Leopard, part they on had those a plane, flights. They? Yeah, I think Def Leppard had a plane. Oftentimes, Iron Maiden. Go ahead. Bruce Dickinson flies the planes. What an asshole! <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> he's an overachiever. Right. He really is. A lot of the time, though, when you're on a rock band and you have your own plane, that's how you all die. Yeah, that I, might stay, I might stay with the motorhome. Look at uh, Skinner, right? Some of them lived through the crash. Stevie Ray Vaughan. That's how he died. Uh, John Denver. Helicopter. Flying his own plane like an idiot. Um, but but if you're a private pilot, like he was probably being paid, that guy probably made like 150 a year. Maybe more. No 200 idea. grand a year. Yeah. To fly around a private jet with a bunch of executives from Paramount let him get blown. Why would you care? I'd try and go back there and break off a little piece myself. Get on, get in on the action. Put it on autopilot. But then back in the day, didn't they hire sexy stewardesses just to tantalize the uh, and entertain the, the male executives on those planes? Yeah, I don't know about blowjobs, but I'm sure I'm sure Hefner had his own Playboy airline jet. Probably. Kid Rock. Think about what happened there. He has a plane? Yeah, Kid Rock probably has one. Freddie Mercury. (laughs) (laughs) So it sounds like to me is your dad was a cockblocker. Yeah. Captain Cockblock. Captain Cockblock over here. I think you should call him up and be like, Dad, what what gives here? You know? Stop cockblocking. Let us have a good time. I can understand if it's a commercial flight. I don't want somebody getting blown right next to me on on like southwest when i'm flying to chicago but it's if if i'm like on a corporate jet and i'm going with just a bunch of executives and we're you know do a little blow drink a little whiskey sure why not get a blowjob um we got another call here this guy's angry with us he's not happy sweet criticizing sick and wrong hey d lance just heard 451 uh Guys, you probably wouldn't have been snubbed off that L.A. podcast if you weren't such fucking dicks, man. 
All the other podcasts are just fucking trying to make names for themselves. He's got a point there. And uh, that's all you're trying to do. Fucking, see, I know you got an in with Graham. No wood. You got interviewed for earbuds. Fucking that stupid little idea you had for how not to make money in podcasting was fucking genius. You can keep up your persona as the anti fucking as the anti podcaster <laughs> but behind the scenes fucking make friends dude Give blow stop jobs. trying to be a douche and fucking <laughs> get popular it's not trying Wait a second. stop naturally. trying to be a douche <laughs> yeah who needs to stop here those other podcasts are famous because people listen to certain people and then all those people get interviewed on the other podcasts because they're all friendly with each other. Get friendly with them and you guys can have celebrity guests that aren't cult leaders or dildo makers. Kim Kardashian. Fucking just do something other than being assholes. <laughs> I mean, most of your listeners don't just listen to you. They listen to all those other people that you talk trash on. And I'm sure every time you talk trash on all those other people, the folks that listen to them... This guy's like a life coach. They might not stop listening. <laughs> this is real talk. But just like real me, talk. they think about they think about it. I wonder if this guy's a I mean, high school guidance counselor. Do you think so? No, I just wonder if he is or not. He's, he's really motivating me. Well, he's, you know, hey man, you're never going to be... A point guard in the NBA. <laughs> Here's what you got to do, do. Do you think when he made this call, he turned the chair around and he's sitting, you know, right. with the chair Coach turned around Connor. backwards, straddling the chair. He's just like, listen, Dean Listen Lance. up, boys. Let's get serious here, okay? You're never going to be famous <laughs> until you stop being like dicks. <laughs> the way you're going, you're just going to be obscure for the rest of your life. You think let's, you're hot shit. Let's, let's do something here. But you're really just cold diarrhea. <laughs> you gotta heat it up, baby. And it's your fault that you're cold diarrhea. I think mostly it's blaming Come on, you. Guys. I mean, if you listen to it, it's not really my fault. It's mostly your fault. Oh, I think I think you you definitely. How many times have you specifically pointed out the nerdist, Chris Hardwick? Hey, as your I'm just, enemy. You know, I'm, I'm a critic. It's just a critique. Critique is better than critic. I'm just critiquing. Yeah, but. Yeah, but he doesn't consider it critiquing. He thinks it's assholeish behavior. Who, Chris Hardwick or this guy? No, our our life coach here. I don't think Chris Hardwick considers it at all. What's his name? Duncan? Duncan Russell, the life coach? (laughs) (laughs) I want to listen to some bitter asshole. Uh, So, sorry. (laughs) Think about it. Be friendly. (laughs) Synergy, man. Synergy. It's all about the synergy. Synergy. It's all about the synergy, Wackerly, which you have a dearth of synergy over there. I'm synergizing. No, you're not. You are doing the opposite of synergy. You're um, antagonizing the other podcasts. It's funny to me because let's just do a thought experiment here. What would happen is if we took this guy's advice. If I became a Hollywood sycophant, 
I went to every single Nerdist event, every single Joe Rogan event, every single whatever Mark Marin thing he does. Anyway, I just went there and I just kissed all of their asses and I went on all their shows. And then we just had the same dudes come on and we just made this big circle jerk of podcasters and the same guys on our show. That's all we had. We don't interview anybody interesting. No more dolphin fuckers on Sick and Wrong. No more guys that you know, make cookbooks about eating their own semen. Instead, it's the same dudes. Ari Shafir. He's a comedian. You're a funny guy. Let me uh, create my fake laugh here. <laughs> Ari Shafir. <laughs> I love your stuff, man. I mean, do you want homogenized entertainment? Is that is that what the life coach wants? Our show would be much bigger if we did that, by the way. Oh, we'd, be, we'd probably be famous. We'd actually make money off the well, show. Podcasting famous. Well, maybe not, but who podcasting knows? Podcasting famous. Well, dude, like uh, Mark Maron and Doug Benson, they, they all have the same... Well, Mark Maron has actually, like, he just has a celebrities that go and confide in him as bullshit on his show. Talk about their fathers. Uh, yeah, yeah, talk about your dad on his show, whatever. I mean, he makes a living off of it. It's fine. He has a lot of connections. But all those other guys, like the Death Squad shows and the Nerdist, they just have the same dudes. This whole Hollywood... There's like this Hollywood pack of people. That all just kind of hang out and go on each other's shows. Dude, don't you, Smodcast don't you secretly the same way. want Doug Benson to come on our show and talk about the new weed he's got? You know, I mean, to be honest, <laughs> you do? I don't find that interesting. <laughs> come on, but it's new weed. He it's might even weed. have a new bong. I would love to hear his churlish take on that new film that came out, especially getting high talking about it. Doug Benson's funny. I like, Dude, I've seen like, his stand-up. He's a pretty good guy. People were high, though, and then they made a movie about, but they were from a high perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I've seen Doug Benson's stand-up. I think he's a funny guy. I like it. I'm not, I don't listen to his podcast, but I don't listen to many other podcasts. But I'm just saying, why don't you listen to, like, Every podcast Doug Benson is on, is on. Joe Noray, that dude's on everybody else's podcast. Dana Gould's podcast. They all have the same fucking people on their podcast. So it's like at least we try to we strive to do something different. <laughs> also, those is people it making us? Our calls. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. But it, the sycophantic thing is what you have to work at if you're going to do that. That's what I need to do. And we were talking about this uh, a few days ago. That's how Hollywood works, right? It is. I mean. You know, the movie that's Ben Affleck is in, whatever it is now, I guess he has a good one now. Gone Girl. Right. It's probably good. But, like, do you think it was the best movie that anybody attempted to make in Hollywood this year? No. I mean, somebody no, somebody I... else has a better movie that maybe they had indie actors in, or maybe they couldn't even get the funding for it, but it would have been better than Gone Girl. But Gone Girl's going to win a bunch of Oscars, make millions of dollars, because Ben Affleck's in it. I think the movie Tusk should actually win some Oscars, but that's fine. Yeah. Tusk. <laughs> movie about podcasting. <laughs> there you go. But no, but Ben Affleck's in it. That's why it's going to make it's that's why it's going to be uh it's going to receive the accolade. And there's an entire industry around making sure that everybody Ben Affleck's in everybody's face and that, you know, the mass media, the mass uh entertainment consuming audience of the whole United States and you know, the whole world uh is you know all in tune to Ben Affleck's shit, and tons of people make tons of money off of it. You know, well, it's called hiring an agent or a yeah, publicist, a publicist, and that's the agents, and they arrange all that, all that. So these these you know most of these actors, these comedians that that you get these celebrities on each other's shows, it's because they have agents. The agents organize all this. 
You and know? they all work together. And, and, and to be honest, do you really want, do you really care what's going on in this actor's life? I don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. I would rather, I'd rather talk to the gigolo. I'd rather talk to the black guy that's getting guys KKK robes. Sure, we're going to be an obscure podcast for the rest of our lives because of that. Not to mention we're bitter pricks, but at least we're interesting. Keith and the girl uh, and then, don't really go in that Hollywood circle. They're bigger than us. How'd that work? Well, Keith and the girl, though. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. That's, but that's why I kind of, you know, we, we, we rib on Keith and the girl here. But, you know, at the same time, I respect them because they're, they're indie podcasters that developed a niche fan base. And I mean, those guys work hard. They produce a podcast oh, every morning. That's the difference. <laughs> no, but they, yeah, well, I think part of it is they actually make a huge effort to do it, but they do it every day. Every day they're producing a podcast. They made their careers out of that. Same, same with uh, that Tim Henson guy. I think that guy's great too. He's, but I mean, he lives in Ohio, so it's a lot easier for him to, to be able, able to, uh, you know, use uh, podcasting as a sole income. Do you want to move back we to the that City where we'll we live? Do, we'll just do the podcast every day that would never happen why not so we couldn't we couldn't devote never our entire never. lives to it never but, never. but that's what i'm saying like those guys though are doing their own show instead of all the sycophants out here in hollywood who just like get the same guys to have a big circle jerk podcast fest on each other's shows i have more respect for keith and the girl than i do you know the death squad shows what would coach duncan say about what you're saying right now Coach Duncan be severely disappointed. His face is be getting red. Sorry to disappoint you. He's turning the chair Coach back Duncan. around. He's coughing. <laughs> Do you think he's shaking his head and just leaving the locker room? He's taking a massive sip of his lukewarm, like shitty coffee. Sorry to disappoint there, Coach Duncan. I tried with you boys. I tried. I just wouldn't <laughs> listen. But honestly, I'd rather talk to the guy that wrote Prison Pit than uh, Ben Affleck doing his new fucking whatever movie what about uh don't even serial care. killer board game guy i think ben affleck wins out of that one all right i i think i think ben affleck should create a serial killer <laughs> board game say. hey ben you ever uh, be think about making a serial killer board game no all right you, you win you come on the show <laughs> as long as you do not <laughs> talk about that it's the only requirement Coach Duncan is not happy with you, Wackerly, because you're a bitter asshole. You're the one who just went off on all these guys, specifically, naming names. Yeah, but I got to say, you know what? Our fan base, as small as it is, I think they appreciate bitter assholes. <laughs> they're very loyal. Because they're bitter assholes. <laughs> they certainly are. Oh, yeah. I mean, some of these guys on Facebook, I'm like, Jesus, dude, seek therapy. I'm sure uh, my uh, interview on the Earbuds podcast probably made it to the cutting room floor, if anywhere. Or the, the Earbuds or the, is uh, the movie about podcasting? I mean, not, not like yeah. the fictional movie like Tusk, but it's an actual documentary. It's an actual documentary about podcasting, Good yes. Lord. <laughs> anyway, people call the show, 206-666-3846. Uh, we don't have time for emails. We got to get out of here. But uh, you can always listen to the show on iTunes. We always promote that here in the show. You just go to iTunes, do a search for Sick and Wrong, subscribe, rate, and comment. I'm getting a lot of funny comments recently. One of these days, when I actually put some uh, planning into doing this show, I will go and uh, read a couple of comments. But I always forget to do that. But anyway, we appreciate when you comment and you rate and listen to the show on iTunes. Helps boost exposure for the show. Uh, I mentioned before that we do have prints available on the site. 
So prints, signed prints of Wackerly and myself available on the Sickerong site at the Sickerong store. So you can buy a t-shirt and you can buy a print. The uh, new Quado Magenta Tees are available now. You're calling it so you magenta buy a t-shirt. Now? Isn't it pink? It's pink. Hot pink magenta? It's hot pink. It looks magenta to me. I think you feel that by calling it magenta, you're going to not, you're going to bring in the the more masculine male listeners. But I think they're yeah, fine. Yeah, but when I was... When I was designing it, it was CMYK. It's like I boosted the magenta. So, all right, magenta. All right. I, but I'm I guess technically, pink, technically though. it's magenta. But it is hot pink. Non fucking graphic designers out there. The hot pink quado shirt. It's a sexy quado shirt. You can buy it right now at sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Uh, finally, here, sick and sick and wrong song of the week was sent in by uh, Adam. Adam says, "Hey guys." I got a suggestion for the song of the week. Glory Hole by Tommy Tank. Glory Hole. It's actually a song here. And Tommy Tank is actually an artist. Hmm. I don't think this song is as catchy as the song we played last week. But um, but it's good. Ebola it's song? good. It's got its merits. Yeah, Ebola song. People liked it. You know, people were saying they were, they were humming that Ebola song for the whole week. You need it now more than ever. It's catchy. Oh, we definitely need it now. <laughs> it, it is catchy, the, the virus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's Glory Hole by Tommy Tank. Here's a link to their uh, their song, Keep It Sick, Keep It Wrong, Faggots. Well, thank you, Adam, for sending that in. We're going to end the show here with Glory Hole. Uh, people, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with episode 454. Till then, take it sleazy. Good night, people. There's a place down the street It's where you go when you wanna meet A lover for a minute A faceless bit of meat Teeth and tongue, old or young I don't care cause it's harmless fun Where I can get my jollies And you can get a face full of cum Glory hole, glory hole, fellatio is my goal Behind this wall of wonder is your mouth Glory hole, glory hole, it's good for the heart and it's good for the soul Share a moment with a stranger who's got a taste for danger Now did you hear about that guy? Who is in the toilets all the time One day he went there and he saw his dad He said, son, what you doing here? He said, sorry dad, but I'm a queer And I remember you from last weekend How could I forget that bell end? Glory hole, glory hole, fellatio Is my goal behind this wall of wonder Is your mouth Glory hole, glory hole, it's good for the heart and it's good for the soul. Share a moment with a stranger who's got a taste for danger. Oh yeah, oh, Did you 
you chewing on my shaft? You fucking daft, there's needles on the floor, you fucking whore. I might seem like a friendly random through the hole, but I got herpes, AIDS, syphilis, and more. You could bite it off, there'd be no one to call. Cause I'm just a moron with my dick in a wall. But as you can see, doesn't matter to me. So shut the fuck up and have a gobble on my willy. Glory hole, glory hole, fellatio is my goal. Behind this wall of wonder is your mouth. Glory hole, glory hole, it's good for the heart and it's good for the soul. Share a moment with a stranger who's got a taste for danger. Glory hole, glory hole, Felicia. Is your mouth glory hole, glory hole, Felicia? Suck my penis.